I've never seen someone come through our program that couldn't hit goal weight because of age. Never. I agree. Never. I agree. I'm sitting here racking my brains thinking, Christy, I mean, can, does anybody come to mind? No, everybody hit goal weight, goal weight. And they're 60s and 70s even. It's yeah. just, it's not, don't give up because you're at a certain age. Well, that's just always how it's been. It doesn't have to be that way. No. Stop having limiting. You're letting that age limit your beliefs. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, joined by Carrie Thompson. We are so loved being with you guys. This really is the uh, probably our favorite part of our job, and we love coming to you every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. Mountain Time. We drop a new episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We're still ranked very high. Thank you, Jesus, among, among <laughs> all of the podcasts in the United States, not just in our category, but in all categories. So Carrie, thank you for being with me today. I'm glad to be here. And we should thank Jesus. However, we should thank the people that subscribe, rate, and review, because yeah. really it means a lot to us that you take the time to do it. I've only rated and reviewed a couple of podcasts. It was because I was aggravated at them. So shame on me. You really should rate and review something you like as well, because we do take your feedback into consideration. Oh, we do. We read all of it. And we have over 538 uh, ratings right now, reviews right now. And we just appreciate all that so very much. Before we get started on this awesome subject, Carrie and I are wearing our Swannies. These are blue light blocking glasses. I am wearing the day wear classic frames and Carrie's wearing the night wear in the classic tortoise shell frames. And Mm -hmm. this is, uh, this blocks the blue light. We'll just be like, and you have harmful blue light that is coming from your devices. And back in the day, in the early man days, you know, we didn't have this problem, but now we do. So we teamed up with Swanwick to bring you a discount for Swannies. It's a company that we know, we like them, we trust them, we are in good communication with them, you're getting a good product. Christy, when we got ready to do this, I slipped these glasses on and I kid you not, I'm not just saying that, my brain went, ah, I mean, no kidding, ah, and I went, ooh, maybe I'll leave these on for the whole podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And Carrie's got the tinted frame, which is what is good for the night swannies. Now you'll notice that I have clear and that's good for day wear. That's why they're called day wear swannies. However, they don't block as much blue light. So you definitely need it going into evening time. You need the tinted lens because that's where the melatonin production is the most crucial. We don't want to inhibit that melatonin production. But definitely during the day, I like to wear my Swannies. I've got three computers plus a phone in front of me, plus two big lights. And so it will cut down on the eye strain. Christy, if you are a night shift worker and you get off work Mm. um, and you want to be able to go to bed when you get home, you need to put these on when you get off work. Put these on towards the end of your shift, wear them home. You'll be able to sleep better. I'm telling you, there is, it's, it's not even a hotly debated topic. It's not like we're talking about women that save their placentas and eat them. We're talking about, you know, melatonin protection. We're, we're talking about something that's, this is not controversial. 
This is not controversial. Everybody, no. everybody pretty much knows this. And you can get a 15% off discount at swanwicksleep.com by entering the code REBEL. Or you can go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash swannies. And that's S-W-A-N-N-I-E-S. And then it's kind of a funny name, but Swanwick is the last name of the two brothers that started the – it's James and Tristan Swanwick. So that's where we get the name. Anyway, that's why we're wearing our Swannies. Let's jump into today's podcast. Age is not the determining factor whether you can succeed at something or not. Yes, yes, yes. Do not let age dictate how your life goes. And I feel like Christy and I can talk about this because we may be what some people call middle age. Now, I don't know. I mean, it's debatable. But we are getting to that middle-aged part of our lives the middle of our lives. Have I lived? I hope not. I hope I'm going to live longer than I've already lived at 46. I would hope I'll make it to whatever 46 plus 46 is. <laughs> yeah. 92. If about, yeah. If you think about uh, like, like middle age, yeah, I guess technically the average age and all that stuff. And, and Carrie and I have taken such good care of ourselves. We should live longer than that. But what we've noticed in the thousands of programs I've written, and we'll just, and this pertains to a lot of different areas of life, but let me start off with weight loss. I have seen this more times than I can even count. People who think, well, I can't hit that goal weight because I am, I am now X age. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the number of times I have fielded emails, Christy, from people that say, I'm five foot whatever. And my doctor says, for a 70-year-old woman, mm -hmm. I shouldn't be a certain size. Or for, I mean, and it just is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Uh, of course, this starts the whole controversy I get excited about. Like, well, if your doctor could have helped you lose weight, then why didn't you need exactly. to come to us? I mean, even our own mother, Christy, said um, something to the effect of, and mom, sorry if I'm misquoting you, but something to the effect of, I just thought I was going to be a squishy grandmother. I just thought that's where my life was headed. So she did not think that she could get to the size she is now, which is this big around. She's tiny. And, um, you know, it's true. She said, I thought this is just where I was going to be. Yeah, and she is, I believe now, right now she's 125 and she started off at 170. So what is that? 45 pounds that she yeah. lost. Yeah, 45 pounds in her 60s. But Carrie, do you remember Yvette? You guys will all remember Yvette. Yvette Hubbard by her 75th birthday, had lost 75 pounds and she was wheelchair bound. Mm -hmm. And I called Yvette on her 75th birthday because it was just remarkable. We have seen people, I have never seen someone not be able to hit their goal weight because of age and yes. all the years we've yes. done this and all the thousands of custom programs we've come through. But yet I see people who constantly bring it up as something, well, now I'm in my forties. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Uh -huh. And what's interesting to me, Christy, is I feel like in our society, because we are so sick as a society and because we are so dependent on medication, that it becomes the norm to start having problems earlier and earlier. And I don't like it. And that's, that's part and parcel of what we're talking about today is it's not okay. And I get if you have to be on meds, do not send me a message about this. I'm not talking about things that happen and you have to be on medication. I'm talking about accepting the diagnosis at 
35. Well, I'm in my 30s. Well, I can't hike like I used to. I'm 40. Well, my knees are going to hurt. I'm 42. Well, and it just starts in, well, you know, I need a med for that because I'm this age. And this excuse-driven life around a number is what we're talking about today. We're talking about you using the number to make excuses for not moving forward in your life. Mm. Oh, I like that. Well, and I've seen, but now with the standard American diet and how it's absolutely, it is destroying our country, the standard American diet is. I've seen people that are in their early 20s have health problems that they should never, ever, ever have. So it's not an age thing. The standard American diet is making everybody sick. Correct. We're seeing, uh, we just, uh, Christy just wrote a custom program for someone who was 26 mm-hmm. who refused to take their diabetic medication. And mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I, I just am like, wow, that's just not something you can mess around with. It's not like, I don't want to take my thyroid or I don't want to take my vitamin B. It's a little different when it's your, I mean, this is your, the health of your eye. This is not being able to feel your fingers and, and, and had more health problems at 26 than I have at 46 mm-hmm. because of lifestyle. And it, what's interesting is these people that say, oh, my knees, oh, my this at 40, guess who they are at 26? They're this person mm-hmm. <laughs> because they ignored it and they let it go, which is kind of a different track than what we're talking about. But it's, it, it all, it, it's a progressive journey is what I'm trying to say. And even your son, Carrie, at 21 years old, he, is he 21 now or 22? 21. 21. Yep. He has mentioned numerous times when he eats code red, he feels so good. When he doesn't, then he doesn't feel good. And you would think 21 years old should be able to eat anything he wants to. I'm seeing something different. I'm seeing the kid be a lot more lethargic and tired and not have nearly as much energy when he eats fast food, as opposed to when he's clean, when he cleans it up and he cooks for himself and he, he you know, shops yes. clean. He yes. just he feels so much better. He has said that to me. Yeah, he, you're absolutely right. So what you're saying is, Being young doesn't give you an excuse to do what you want. And being middle-aged or older doesn't give you an excuse to not do what you should be doing. Right? I like that. And I like what you just said a a couple minutes ago of using your age to determine anything. Like, look, look, okay, can I go into the military at 44 years old and go be a Navy SEAL? No, I cannot. They would let me go in and do that. I won't. I wouldn't be able to pass a test. I got a wrist that I broke years ago that won't bend. I mean, I've got back problems. Like, I just, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do the seal training. Try, Christy. I'm not saying you couldn't try. I, I'm just saying, like, if I was going to put my money on somebody, it might be you. I'm just saying, I'm not sure you're picking up my husband and carrying him across the field of grenades. <laughs> But I'm just saying, the time that Brandon threw me over my shoulder and hoofed it up a hill with me, I was like, he's a lot tougher than me. Yeah. <laughs> I know well, how, how about much Laura? I weigh. How about our sister, Laura? She doesn't work out or anything. And she slung me over her shoulder like I was a continental soldier. Like it was nothing. And she, like it was nothing. I was like, you're going to hurt your back. And she like went, bam. But I'm telling you. I, like there are certain things that it would not be prudent for yes. me to do at this age, at this point in my life. Like, I'm just saying it wouldn't be prudent, but that's different than saying I can't do something because like, I, what? Like, I just can't believe how many people, they won't go back to college. They won't mm-hmm. fix up that old car. They won't take a trip because they just think their age limits them. Well, at our age, well, you know, folks, our age, our age, let me tell you a little story about a gal named Charlotte. 
So I went to nursing school as a non-traditional student a little bit later than, you know, going into school at 18. I got my first degree, went back uh, several years later and got my nursing degree. And I went to school with a lot of amazing people. One of them was Charlotte. And Charlotte is now a nurse practitioner living in the Seattle area. And she works with uh, hospice patients to the best of my knowledge, last I remembered. And Charlotte, I believe, Christy, because how many years has it been? Close to 20. 20, yeah. So I believe she was 40 coming in nursing school, and or close to 40. And of course, I was a lot younger. I, I want to say that's right. Gosh, I hope that's not right. Charlotte will listen to this and be like, no, Carrie, that's all wrong. But I remember that, that her, kids were, um, her kids were in high school. So it would be, um, it wasn't traditional. And let me just tell you, Charlotte White did not let the fact that she was that age, hold her back. She busted through her bachelor's degree in nursing. She worked for a couple of years and, and, and still didn't go, well, you know, my age, I better just keep working on the floor or my age. I better just take a job with this. No, Christy. She went back and went to just nurse practitioner school, which is no easy feat, especially at her age. And aced it, went through, got her nurse practitioner and is working as a nurse practitioner in hospice, which is what her heart always wanted to do. I always, as a young woman watching her going through nursing school, I respected her so much because she wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm 40. It's tough to work those 12 hour shifts or do clinicals or learn from an instructor that's younger than you. She didn't whine at all, Christy. She didn't make jokes about it. But she didn't let that number or where she was in life hold her back from her dreams. And I respected to this day, still respect Charlotte so very much. And if you are someone who is an older non-traditional student or older going back to get your CDL or older going to get scuba dive certified or older going to welding school, you need to understand that there are certain things that will be harder if you are trying to be a lineman for the county. I mean, you're, you're doing more physically demanding things, then you will need to take precautions and make sure that you do keep yourself healthy and strong. Because it won't come as easy, you know, because the body does start to wear down as we get older. And you might know, like, just like with my back, I take precautions and I, I'm careful with my back nowadays. And so you'll want to make sure that you do take those precautions and keeping yourself healthy now more than ever is so important. Uh, keeping yourself hydrated, make sure you're getting at least seven hours of sleep and make sure that you're not, you're not having any sugar. You don't need to deal with inflammation right now when you're trying to start an IV at 46 years old. Well, and just like uh, what our grandma used to say, may she rest in peace, our grandma Bennett used to say, you got to get down to your fighting weight. So mm. you'll want to get down to your fighting weight. You want to get down to your ideal weight. Christy, I think what you're trying to describe is something we like to call, you know, those of us in the business world, that's a joke. Christy, that's a joke between Christy and I because here I am a nurse helping out Christy with her business, a cost benefit analysis. So here's a great example. Brandon uh, is thinking about retiring from the military. You know, he's done 24 years. And a while ago, he was like, maybe I want to be a state trooper. Now, could he be a state trooper? Yes. At 47, 48, does he want to be chasing down bad guys? <laughs> uh, so it's, it, could he? Yes. Is he at a good weight? Yes. 
I mean, he's got some other things going on, so he's not going to be a state trooper, but it's a cost benefit analysis. And that's kind of what you have to do. Like Chrissy said, if you're going to scuba dive at 60, it's going to be a little different than it was at 20. So you just have to do that. It was like me, Christy. I thought about going to medical school when I was in my mid thirties. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to come out of medical school with this much debt. And then I'm only going to have this many years to work. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to pay off the debt. And again, the military won't take me. I'm too old to go work for them and let them pay it off. So I had to do a cost benefit analysis of getting that degree. Um, Not that I didn't think I could and not that I wanted my age to hold me back. So I do think that with age, you do have to do an analysis, but don't let it be an excuse. There's a difference Mm. between a, a smart analysis and if Brandon, all he ever thought about was being a, a state trooper and letting, letting that hold him back. Well, I am in my mid-40s. That wasn't it. It was just, do you want to chase people down when you're 47, 48, 49? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's leave that to the 22-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, with the herniated disc and, you know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. I, I've thought about, I also dream about being a cop. A lot of people know, I love police officers and I dream about being a cop. And now, and I've, I've actually said to Miles, like, when I, like someday if I ever sell code red, I'm going to go be a cop. And Miles is like, are you kidding me? Like, that's ridiculous, Christy. But of course- It's the same cost benefit analysis. Could you? Yes. You could get a job. You could pass academy, but you have to think, okay, do in my mid forties, do I want to, eh, you know what I mean? Right. But I, at least I would be making the, the determination with the yes. right facts and not just because I'm scared because I'm 44, you know, that's exactly and that's what, what I we mean. want for you guys. We don't want you to be scared of doing something simply because of your age. Here's another great example, Christy. My son just bought a house. Don't buy a house. You're only 21. I don't know if that's smart. I, and I said to him, Oh, I am so proud of you. This is a, it's a rental opportunity, rental income chase. If I had bought a house when I was 21, I would own a couple of houses by now. Mm -hmm. I said, this is awesome. He did not let what everyone told him is Mm. the appropriate time to buy the house. He did not let what society says is our ideal ways to handle our money. He did not, not that he's doing it in ideally, that's not a word, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He did not let this, he let his entrepreneurial spirit come through Mm -hmm. and he didn't base it on, well, I better wait till I'm 25 to buy that house. He would have missed the opportunity. By the time he's 25, he's going to have four years of house payments made. Mm -hmm. I am so proud of him. He didn't let age determine his life path. It's the same thing with you guys. Don't let the fact that you're 50 or 60 or 70 make it okay for you to stay 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. You can take your life back. I don't care if you've been drinking Pepsi since 1962. Mm -hmm. You can still drink, quit drinking Pepsi if you really want to. I don't care if you've been eating Ho-Ho's since they came out. You can still quit eating Ho-Ho's. You can still take your life back. Even if you've been diabetic for 20 years, Christy, they can still take their life back. Yeah, Nancy Bond was diabetic for 30 years. And the, and the first time that she was, was healed was in her 50s. And she didn't even know that that was possible. And that Absolutely. is so true, Carrie. I've never seen someone come through our program that couldn't hit goal weight because of age. Never. I agree. Never. I agree. I'm sitting here racking my brain thinking, Christy, I mean, can anybody come to mind? No, everybody hit go away, go away. And there's 60s and 70s even. It's just, it's not, don't give up because you're at a certain age. Well, that's just always how it's been. It doesn't have to be that way. Stop having limiting. You're letting that age limit your beliefs. 
Yes. And, and again, it can be on the young side. It can be on the old side. Sure. Why do we do that? Why do we do it? The other day, Anne Marie said, I want to be a Disney Imagineer. I was like, you know, my, my, uh, <laughs> practical mom side was like, <sighs> what? What? But I was like, why not? Somebody's got to do the job. Why do I would never say to that child, well, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how many they hire every year in Disney and you'd have to move. I didn't say a word. I said, you can do it. Same thing with Chase. Yes, you can buy that house. Grandma Betty, yes, you can lose that 40, 50 pounds. I don't care if you are 80. You can. Are you in a wheelchair? You can. You only have one leg? You can. Yes. You've had diabetes for 40 years? Your blood sugar's out of control. Guess what? You can. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a new day. And I started Code Red. I was 40 years old. I yes. mean, the, the day that Natasha came to me to change everything, it was my 40th birthday. It was April 5th, 2016. Really? Yeah, it was my 40th birthday was the day that I met her. And that's when my life changed. And, uh, and, and I single-handedly went from being on, not single-handedly, it takes a lot of people to help me, but went from being on Idaho State food stamps to a $10 million company in so four, four years. That is, I didn't start making a difference in this world truly until I was in my 40s. So there really is nothing holding you back except you, seriously, except you in, yeah. in, up in here. So what, how are you going to view this? How are you going to view yeah. this? Are you going to use another bullcrap excuse? Or are you going to step through and say, yeah. And that's why I show you those before and after pictures all the time. Every day we post another before and after picture to help you believe in you when you don't have it in you yet. See, we love you on Code Red until you can love yourself. We wrap our arms around you and hold you up and say, nope, nope, nope. We've seen it before. Well, you can do this. Absolutely. And then you start believing, yeah, you know what? Sally did it. So, and Carrie, people tell me all the time, they're all the Code Red Revolution book is just a bunch of success stories. Well, first of all, it's not. But number one, <laughs> number two, number two, the fact that I put all those success stories in there is the, the reason I did that is so that one of those will resonate with you and you can see that yeah. I, she did it. I can do it. Right, right. One thing I've learned as I've gotten older, Christian, a little piece <laughs> of wisdom. I, we, I feel like we should be at Cracker Barrel visiting over coffee when I tell yes. you this. Like, I don't know. We should be at Cracker Barrel visiting yes. over coffee, but for a different reason. Um, I feel like if I were going to impart some middle-aged wo woman wisdom to people, I would say the one thing that I have felt as I've gotten older is, number one, I don't feel any older inside even though I know that I'm closer to 50, I don't, I still feel like a 20 year old woman. So I truly believe that this is a universal thing. I think all of us sort of feel that way until we can't, uh, you know, you know, something happens and you're like, okay, well, you know, um, but I truly believe that that 20 year old man or that 20 year old girl inside you that doesn't want to be overweight, that doesn't want to take pills for diabetes, that doesn't want to struggle with hypertension and peripheral edema and all those things, that's, they're still inside you. They want to come out. They want to be healthy. They want to take their life back. Mm. So you can't tell me that I'm going to feel different at 70 than I do right now because I believe I'm still probably going to think in my head that I'm 20, even though I don't look that way or even though my body isn't that way. So I truly believe that those of you that are listening that are middle-aged and beyond, that there's still that 20, 25-year-old, 30-year-old person still inside you that wants to get healthy, that wants to take their life back, that wants to change the trajectory of their life. 
Oh, I tell you, I, that was so well said. I was overweight in my 20s and I was overweight on, in my 20s. Uh, no, maybe I wasn't. No, I guess I was fighting. I was fighting from 24 to 34 years, 24 to 30, something like that. So, but then I started getting overweight. That's how Code Red began. But I feel better now than I've ever felt. Me too. It's, and especially with some Botox and a little bit of filler. I mean, my face is holding up good. And uh, yes. And- I can or cannot deny that I have the same thing going on. <laughs> Look, I can't squinch. <laughs> yes, right. I don't, I can't squint. I don't want to. There ain't no shame in that game. No. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. And of course, the rolling challenges every month is a great place for you to get started for $47. You could lose at least 10 pounds in 30 days without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. And a lot of you guys might be on in the in your 60s and 70s and 80s and you you choose not to exercise or you can't. You got a bum back or a bum knee. This is perfect for you because you can still lose all the weight you want without exercise. Carrie, thank you for bringing such great knowledge to this podcast. Thank you. I love being here. Thanks for letting us share our hearts with you guys. We love that. Yeah, we we hope you guys feel the same way or maybe your heart has changed uh, after listening to this. We'll catch you on the next episode, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.